Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Purpose Podcast with your host, Keisha Dalva. Uh, I've had a, a lot of new listeners come into this podcast in the past couple of weeks, and I just want to point out a couple of things. This podcast is unscripted, unplanned, and unedited. So I basically catch a vibe and I just hop on and start recording. You've probably noticed there's no introduction uh, no official introduction. There's no theme music because I personally don't care for those when I listen to podcasts. And I always told myself when I create a podcast, I'm going to just do my own thing and not feel like I have to be pressured to make it perfect and polished and follow the formula. So that's what this is. Thank you for listening. Uh, today's episode, I just want to Honestly, I just want to love on black women in this episode. So if you can vibe and hang out with me for the next couple of minutes, this is going to be a podcast to uplift and celebrate black women. Um, <laughs> I, I personally, whatever anyone thinks about me, whatever anyone respects about me or admires about me, I owe to black women. I owe to the women who have raised me to be the person that I am today. And I'm so eternally grateful to the women who have raised me to be who I am today. I'm so grateful to my ancestors. And, you know, we, as, as a collective, we are all focusing and having conversations around racism, anti-blackness, dismantling white supremacy, much needed conversations that we should have been having for a very long time but you know it's happening now and I'm, I'm glad for that but what I don't want to get lost in these conversations is the beauty the brilliance the power and the resilience of black women and I say that because whenever we're talking about anti-blackness and, and white supremacy there can be a lot of focus on black struggle black pain black rage and, and all of these things, black suffering, right? And yes, these are important conversations to have. It's important to understand the black experience. It's important to understand that there is a lot of suffering and pain um, that has gone on for centuries. But we also need to understand that black struggle and black pain and black suffering only exist because of white supremacy. Those things were born out of white supremacy. So resist the temptation to identify or equate, I should say, blackness with suffering. Blackness is not suffering. Blackness is beautiful. Blackness is powerful. Blackness is such a light in the world. I think, you know, I like to uphold and, and center black women because honestly, black women, I believe, are truly a shining example of what the human spirit can endure. And still, and still, despite centuries of, of marginalization and oppression, shine and still be a place of patience and still be a vessel of love and still be able to treat other people with openness and and respect. I don't see any other group of people who do that like black women do. And that deserves to be talked about. That deserves to be honored and acknowledged, right? Because black women just have this ability like even despite 
even despite all the pain, even despite all of the wrongdoings, Black women are still capable of opening up and loving people in a way that I don't, I don't see across other groups, right? So I don't know. I just, this, this podcast episode has no direct, like, I have no plans for this episode. I just wanted to hop on and talk about Black women and, and our, the importance of centering and upholding Black women. And that also includes Black trans women as well. We have to do that as a society and we have to be willing to invest in black female leadership. That's something that is going to change the freaking world. It just is. And the redistribution of wealth into the hands of black women is going to benefit all of us because black women have this unique understanding it's it's one thing to be a group that is has been oppressed for centuries but that that creates a certain level of depth in human emotion and human understanding and a certain level of depth in empathy which is why i think black women are perfectly positioned to be in positions of power and to be in positions of leadership because if you've never really under, if you've never really experienced depression and suffering, um, you're not going to be able to approach leadership the same way as someone who has, as someone who truly gets it, and someone who is truly invested in supporting and uplifting humanity. Because Black women understand what it's like to be on the receiving end of so much oppression. So. I got a question recently from someone in my community about how to heal internalized racism. How do you start to heal the racist conditioning you as a black woman um, or even a woman of color have endured your whole life? And how do you get to this point where you see yourself as a queen, where you can recognize yourself as being beautiful, where you own your your power and you own your gifts and you own your skills and you're unapologetic about showing up in the world as someone who's incredibly powerful how do you get to that place i think everyone's journey is completely unique because all of our experiences has been have been unique but uh i can speak to my experience um i can speak to how i feel about being a black woman and what i've done to get to a place where i love myself and i'm so unapologetic about who i am and my blackness and my features and all of these things but it is a process it is a process i truly believe Every black woman who gets to a point in her life, in her adulthood, where she loves herself, she sees herself as beautiful, she sees herself as powerful, she sees herself as um, deserving and worthy of good things, success, money, love, leadership, all of these things. I think that's a fucking miracle (laughs) because the entire world is set up for that not to happen. The entire world um, supports black women not loving themselves. The entire world supports black women seeing themselves and ourselves as less than. So every black woman who gets to the point where she loves herself and she knows she's the shit, that's a fucking miracle. And we need to actually recognize as a society that this miracle is happening every single day. That despite all the hardships, despite the marginalization, despite despite the disenfranchisement of Black women and Black people, 
black women are out here shining. Black women are out here literally like being the anchor that prevents America from slipping into complete chaos. Black women stay showing up for other people. And black women have this unique ability to be able to open up to other people despite uh, all of these centuries of oppression and be willing to have dialogue, to be willing to educate, to be willing to love, to be willing to show compassion still, still. And that's the thing that gets me. That's the thing that really gets me when we are, as a society, whiteness has been conditioned to tone police uh, black voices, particularly black women. And it's like, if we're not listening to black women, what the fuck are we listening to? Because I can't, I really can't think of a group of people more qualified to talk about the issues that affect all of us as human beings than black women are. So I, I, I mean, I just want to, I just have so much deep respect for black women and uh, I'm going to continue to talk about the importance of centering black women. I'm going to continue to talk about the importance of redistributing wealth into the hands of black women and that is truly going to be pivotal and instrumental in our ability as a collective to continue to heal and to continue to evolve beyond white supremacy. So that's that. Um, and my personal journey around loving myself as a black woman comes from a lot of self-study. Again, it goes back to my origins, like I'm Haitian. So I have a different experience than maybe the average black person who grew up in America because I've always been deeply connected to my Haitian roots. And I think that that equipped me with a lot of of love for myself, love for black people, because I, I felt like I've always felt like I know where I come from. So I've, I've, I haven't, it's not as easy, I think, to for people to try to get you out of your power as a black woman when you're deeply connected to your roots. You know where you come from. You know you come from a powerful lineage of women who have done amazing things. Um, so me educating myself, me being connected to my roots, um, and me being willing to walk away from relationships, businesses, opportunities, what have you, where I didn't feel prioritized, where I didn't feel valued, where I didn't feel seen and heard. Um, being willing to do that has been instrumental in me developing my self-confidence. And that's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> it's not an easy thing to do because the very nature of systemic racism is that it permeates and infiltrates every single aspect of society. And so if you're a black woman who is uh, intentional about developing a sense of self-love for your blackness and your identity as a black woman, um, you're going to have to walk away from certain things. You're going to have to learn how to set really strong boundaries without apologizing for it. You're going to have to trust that other opportunities that are better suited for you with people who see you for who you are and value you are out there. Sometimes we're so scared that the next opportunity isn't going to come or that the next relationship isn't going to come or that the next friendship isn't going to come or the next um, payment isn't going to come that we end up settling for situations where we don't feel great like we don't feel 
really good about where we are and who we're interacting with. Um, And again, sometimes that can't be avoided. We live in a system that's literally set up to keep black people down. So the ability to set boundaries and be able to walk away from things in certain circumstances is a privilege in and of itself. But I want to say where you notice that you do have that privilege as a, a black woman, do not be afraid to exercise it. Do not be afraid to use it. Because in many cases, um, unless someone actually feels the pain of not having your presence, your voice, your wisdom, your experience, your beauty, whatever it is you're contributing, until they feel the pain of that loss, they're not going to feel any incentive to want to change. Um, And so, yeah, I love being a Black woman. I love being a Black woman. I love having a voice. I'm... I'm honored to be able to show up in this movement and add my voice to this movement because we really need a complete reimagining of what it means to be black in the sense that I don't think a lot of white people truly, even white people who are doing the work of activism, even white people who are doing the work of dismantling white supremacy within and without still don't really fully understand the scope of the power of black women because in order to fully understand that scope you would have to be someone who's been oppressed the way that black women have and overcome it which is something that you don't understand unless you are black but (laughs) uh even just even even without being black it doesn't take um a rocket scientist or a spiritual guru to see how powerful black women are and what Black women have the uh, the ability to create in the world some really great stuff. So um, that's all. I just love you. If you're a black woman, I fucking love you. I honor you. I celebrate you. You're such a fucking queen. Don't ever let anybody make you feel like you're not a queen. Because anytime we are met with any sort of judgment or any sort of pushback, or any sort of racism. Um, It's never about you. It's never about you. And it sucks because other people can try to make it feel like it's about you. But something I've gotten really good at is setting boundaries, surrounding myself with people who are pro-Black. And if you're not pro-Black, I you're just not going to be in my life. That's that's been an ongoing thing. I have ended long term friendships over whether or not that person showed up when 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 the time came to express their truth, to express um, what what matters to them. Right. I've ended long term relationships where I felt like I wasn't seeing the person show up to support black women in a way that I found acceptable. Right. So. And I've gotten to this point now where I'm not afraid to do that. It's not easy to do that necessarily, especially because we as Black women are conditioned to protect white people's feelings. And so um, another thing that comes up a lot is uh, even as you are being mistreated and abused as a Black woman, you still might default to caring about your abuser, to trying to protect your abuser, to trying to make excuses for your abuser. Um, And that's not your fault. That's, That's the result of us being conditioned by a racist society. But I just hope that you 
you use your right and exercise your right to set boundaries for yourself and that you use and exercise your right to seek out and create space for relationships that are actually going to honor you and relationships that value you for who you are whether those are romantic relationships friendships business relationships whatever you deserve to be surrounded by people who love you and see you for who you are um and that's that i just love black women and i love being one and i just wanted to 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 riff on that for no reason other than the fact that i love black women (laughs) so um and I also wanted to say, too, if you're a black woman, don't feel pressured to to show up or do anything for this movement unless you're feeling called to do that. Sometimes we can put pressure on ourselves to to think we have to do all the things and we have to show up and go to the protests and do all the marches as a black person to support the cause. And it's like, yeah, that's beautiful if that's something you feel called to do and inspired to do. But honestly, just know if, if you're a black woman your very breath is an act of revolution your ability to rest is a form of revolution your ability to just be is a form of activism so you're already doing amazing simply for still being here um and waking up every day in the world that doesn't love you for who you are and doesn't see your brilliance and magnificence but i see your brilliance and magnificence i honor you and Slowly but surely, the rest of the world is starting to wake up to that as well. So you are powerful. You are beautiful. You are capable. You are deserving. You are worthy. You are loved. You are supported. Um, I love you. That's all I got for you today, my beautiful people. Until next time, take care. And my black queens, remember who the fuck you are.